All right, Patrick. I love this reporting here from Phil Miller. He is asking the questions that need to be asked at the uh, All-Star festivities. And uh, I haven't done a deep dive into this yet, but uh, he has Scott Boris confirming that the Twins and the Carlos Correa camp, which is led by Scott Boris, have not had any meaningful discussions about Correa signing some other form of contract that would keep him in Minnesota beyond 2022. Well... We, we know that this all happened when Scott Boris called the Twins one evening uh, very late in the negotiating season and said, do you want Carlos Correa for one season? Merry Christmas. The Twins said. <laughs> Go look yeah, under your tree. Sure, we'll take him for one season. So the rest of it, listen. How can Scott Boris and Juan Soto uh, and Soto turn down four hundred and forty million? Because he always takes guys to free agency whenever he can. That that might be enough to get him. It's not because he thinks there's more. He wants to find out if there is more. He's got two more years. He's not, if some team trades for Soto and offers him Moon, he's probably not going to sign there either. He always takes guys to free agents. See, and he's, the twins know, and he knows that Carlos Correa is going to free agency. That does not mean you can't sign him next year if you get, if you win the bidding contest, but he, he's going to free agency because that was the outline of the deal when he called them up and said, you want him for one year? And by the way, I want a little something in there for me in case he breaks a leg, we can fall back on the $36 million for the yeah. same year. So, so he, can, he, can re, he can rehab for a couple bucks. Yeah, yeah. That would be great. And, and uh, as Judd's pointed out and other people, the other, the other part of this is he gets all the uh, – he gets all the uh, agent's fee after this season. He wouldn't have, last year. He would have had to split it with the other guy if he'd gotten the big deal. So, you know, because he didn't be Correa didn't become his client until June, July, January 17th. Right. The other guy was in for a, a share of whatever signing bonus, whatever cut that the agent gets. Now, next year, anything Correa gets, it's the, the cut is all Boris's, so that's it, it's it's it, it doesn't do any good for the twins to talk to him. He's going to become a free agent. Okay, do you so do you, do you think I am crazy as my my uh, Twitter followers would suggest that if they, you know, they're they're on an eighty six win pace. You know, I, yeah. I think you have them. You tweeted something. You think they're a seventy nine win team, so they're not they're not winning a hundred games here. But they could go add three pitchers and you know trade some prospects or whatever, which I would I would like to see them continue pushing forward. But if they decide, you know what, we're just not going to go. We're not going to give up a bunch of prospects and we're, we're whatever. Frankie Montas is too expensive. If they decide not to add and push forward in the next two weeks, doesn't it make sense to trade Correa in the next two weeks? If somebody wants them, sure. If if, if somebody's going to give you a decent player. They're 23 and 28 since uh, May 25th, mm-hmm. which is a pretty accurate reflection of what they are. 
they had that early run. They won 11 out of 12. They had, and then they had another nice little run. They had a six game winning streak. And then they lost those two games in Detroit. And I remember those at the end of that series. And, uh, or it was where they, where they here. They lost, I thought it was in Detroit. They lost two straight. And, yeah. and they're 23 and 28 since then. So that that's them. This is them. They're not good. They're not good. I did a long tirade with Judd yesterday. You cannot win with this pitching. Their relief pitcher has given up 55 home runs. You know how many home runs the Yankees relief pitching has given up? 17 yeah, playing wow. in that bandbox. How many Houston's given up? 19 with that little wall right out there in left field. You're, you know, you, you're going to send out Devin Smeltzer and the overrated Joe Ryan and, and this collection of pitchers and think you're going to compete. You can't, this cannot last. This cannot last, you know, that it, <laughs> With this the marketing game. slogan. Yeah. Twins, second half. This, this cannot last. last. <laughs> don't look at us. Nothing to see here. We yeah, don't want to. I, I, don't, I don't. Plus, look at their farm <laughs> system. Who the hell does anybody want to give you somebody good? We could maybe send them a former number one draft choice, uh, Aaron Sabato, who's got her over 200 now in Cedar Rapids. We're very excited about that. He's up to mm. 213. Uh I looked up Austin Martin today. He's, you know, he's 230 at uh, Wichita. Uh, that shortstop they drafted, Kiki, whatever his name is. He's in Cabaco or whatever. No, Keone. 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 He's uh, 219 at the lowest A. Uh, I've been looking at their, uh, these, these draft, who's drafting, by the way? Let's mm-hmm. bring back. The guy who got Tyler J instead of Andrew Benintendi, Jared Johnson, he might have been better than this guy. Yeah. Their drafts are terrible. And uh, their early top of their drafts, I, their farm system's got to be in the bottom seven or eight. Now. How are they, you think about where they were in 2019 with a good young nucleus of hitters yeah. and some pitchers that were maybe on, on the, the rise and, how are we sitting here three years later in year six of this front office, kind of wondering oh, that after, by the way, they were gifted Carlos Correa. Yes. right. And we're, and we're still sitting here looking at the whole thing like, well, yeah, can they make the, the playoffs even? I don't know. Where's the pitching? Where's the pitching? Uh, where's the young pitching? You got, you got Duran who you made a good trade for, I guess. And you got, uh, who else? You got who else? You know, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a problem. I, it, yeah, and it can't be solved. You took your shot, Chris Paddock. You took your shot, Sonny yeah. Gray. You took your to improve the pitching, starting rotation. You took your shot, and it didn't work. So what do you do now? You can't. You can't package three guys together, and you know if you can get something for Kepler, okay, fine. If you can get something for Korea, yes, probably. But, but you don't have anybody to play shortstop, unless. This- well, that's the thing. If you if you trade Korea, it's not to help this year's team, right? No, if you trade no. Korea, it's to help future Twins teams, yeah, and then Nick yeah, Gordon I, I, can play shortstop for two months or something. Yeah, and the trouble is to you can't give up while you're you're in first place, you know, or close to first place. Uh, but White Sox uh, did once, huh? White Sox. Sox- the Sox did what, what was was that 
uh, early 2000s, the Sox were like two games out and just punted and said, we're not that good. Yeah, that's right. I can't remember what year that Kenny was. Williams was GM at Kenny the time. Kenny Williams was GM. Yeah. And he basically said, ah, forget about it. We're not good. Mm-hmm. But, but Pat, here's the thing. Here's the great thing. Because I read this. I saw this. So it must be true. This year's draft, unbelievable. Yes, it was. Yielding, yeah. yielding uh, first two rounds picks that I'm going to tell you right now, no one thought would be there. I believe that I'm writing something for tomorrow, and the uh, I, I think I might use the line: "The last act of a desperate baseball team is to go to the traditional NFL." <laughs> we had no idea he was going to be there. That's the last act of a baseball team. <laughs> we had no idea he was going to be there. I did a tirade on this yesterday with Judd about it was glorious. The baseball draft. You got your A Rod. You got your Kenny Jr., Griffey Jr., and the rest of them, you're throwing darts. Yep. Right? I mean, you're, the rest of them, you're throwing darts. There's just as good a chance that some seventh rounder is going to be a, in the All-Star game as this kid from Cal Poly that we stole. You know, when, you, <laughs> when you start going to this, we stole a guy card, uh, then, you know, in baseball, baseball, baseball draft you know they were better off when they all did you i was watching the, did you anybody watch the first jeter episode last i night? did yes yep. i, I, I want to watch it it's Need pretty get... pandering it's the pandering how do you like the way they're taking they got some guy in a little old falling down computer and saying okay Who's got the next pick? The yeah, next so they pick. went. They went and showed like the you know was it the nineteen ninety ninety one true draft or whatever and and he's literally on is like the oldest Macintosh computer you could possibly find. Jeffrey B. Hammond. By the way, you get fourteen seconds to make your decision. Yeah. Okay, who do you got? You know, it's rotisserie draft choice. organized. He gets his choice. He tries to spell the name correctly. Yes. He <laughs> tries to spell the name correctly and then say, okay, Houston, who you take? Basically, yeah. that's it. There's nothing. <laughs> that's the way the baseball draft should be. They should just have the draft and then hand out a sheet of paper afterwards and say, this is who we ended up yeah. with. Because it's all, <laughs> you know. Now, obviously, they get a lot better look at these players you know, in 2022 than they did in 1992. But the guy, but the, the funny part about the cheater was the guy didn't understand what they told him. And he said, who, 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 Jeter from Kalamazoo or something. He didn't know who it was. So that's, uh, that's, that's the NBA. That's the MLB draft that we're now trying to make. And we analyze, and, they, and I told Judd this yesterday too, Phil. The, the analyze, the analysis of, oh, they draft this kid, and they say, uh, uh, you know, well, they can they can really use a shortstop. You know, well, okay, 2028, they need a shortstop. Okay, this guy might might be a solution in 2028. Yeah, 2027. By the way, am I wrong or were the at least the first two days, all the Twinkies draft choices were college kids. Am I wrong? You'd have to tell me. I think they took all. I think that's right. I think they took all college. Another sign of a a desperate organization trying to expedite, expedite the process of how quickly these players can help them. But Um, where are you guys? Do you think they should really 
do something here that, that this team can accomplish something or what? Well, I would, I, I think where I'm at here is, and maybe I'm just, maybe it's me just uh, frustrated with the front office over, I, I think I'm still kind of irked at 2019 and why they, yeah. why, why was Sam Dyson your second best acquisition at the trade deadline? <laughs> How did you not? How do, how have you not known about Sam Dyson and and Chris Paddock injuries? You know yes. before you make trades, but I think where I'm at is okay. So you've had six years to mold this franchise, including a young nucleus of offensive players, Polanco and Kepler and Miguel Sano's prime years and Buxton's prime years. I mean, this is it. This is the the young yeah. group that was supposed to be it, and well, then you you added Correa and Sonny Gray to it. And so if you're not if you're not there, you you should be adding just to play this thing out to me. Yeah, well, it, you, might, you might be right because I was thinking about this. When you look, their farm system, they and the White Sox and the Twins among the Central Division teams are the minor league systems are the worst. The Twins are like 23rd and the White Sox are 30th. Yeah. But Kansas City and Detroit and, uh, you know, maybe Cleveland, I don't know. But Kansas City and Detroit, who are the two teams you are clearly better than now, have many more young, hot prospects than the uh, Twins yeah. do. So this could be, you could be, this could be your last shot for uh, quite a while. So in yeah. that sense, in that sense, maybe, uh, you know, maybe they should do something. But I don't think they have enough hot prospects. You, it's got to be a difference maker, though. If it, if it's going to be, you know, another Joe Smith or somebody, I mean, it's not. It, you you can't just go get a relief pitcher. He has to be a good one or a starter. I think they actually need a starter worse than they need a relief pitcher. Explain this though. Here here's the thing I don't get. Um, and, and you went into the season knowing that you were going to put uh, basically parameters on a lot of your starting pitchers. How do you not ha- have it planned out to have as good a bullpen as possible then? That's what I don't get. You're going from a starter who, you know, smelts or gets you through three or four, struggles a little bit, and then you go to a, a reliever who's not a great arm. And so my question is, what was your intention? What was your strategy? Uh, you know, I don't know. Here's the, the part of that. You go and get – you end up with Correa, right? And – uh and and so all of a sudden that's given the message, yeah, we're going to try this year. Well, then why are you in a panic to trade Taylor Rogers if because you can't sign him after next season? I mean, right. what, 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 you know, what what what's the deal? I guess they they thought that a uh, what what's Paddock when he's at his best? He's a three on a scale of five. Maybe yep. he's a, he's a he's three good. on a scale of five. So a guy with a, you're going to take a shot on a relief pitcher with a, with a history. I mean, a starting pitcher with a history of that's, that's your big shot you're going to take for a starting pitcher. There had to be some other place to go, right? With the that's board, the thing. And I, and I'll admit there is Twitter evidence. I love that trade in the moment because I didn't know about his elbow thing. Yeah. And then a quick Google search of, oh, he had a partially torn UCL in September last year. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound good. Well, what did, like, Mets, how does that check out? How does that Mets, like? And the Mets were supposedly on him and looked at the medicals and said, no, thank you. So exactly. I, yeah. I don't know. But uh, it's, <laughs> it's uh, that. 
that uh, this White Sox series, though, was a come to Jesus moment for these fellas. You know, you get outscored 32 to 10 in four games. Uh, and all of a sudden you're saying to yourself, well, you know, we got to do something really bold here or we got to go the other direction, you know. And and, and I, I don't know what they're going to do, but uh, you can't you can't ride this out or they're not they're not good enough. You can't. Yeah, they've they've you know they don't have to give any wins back. They are where they are, and now it's the evidence is staring you in the face. So either do something, and this is where I just I don't know. You can't bring Carlos Correa in, gift wrapped or not, for thirty five million dollars, and then give up, yeah. not make the playoffs, and then just let him walk and maybe get draft pick compensation. I just if if a team's willing to give you two good young pieces for him. I would rather do that than ride it out without trading for three pitchers. You know, pick, I got pick a lane, an idea. I guess. Let's trade him to the Yankees for Isaiah Kiner Falefa, yeah. and a starting and a pitcher. And they got they got an abundance of pitchers. Get get uh, you know, you can put you can go back to plan A, put Falefa at shortstop and uh let the Yankees have Korea and you know that they would only have to pay the, you know, the, the overcharge on him for a half a year mm-hmm. and uh, and then get one of their ungodly collection of pitchers that they have, reliever, starter. They got seven or eight starters and, uh, you know. Do you think the Yankees both. after the season will pay both Judge and Carlos Correa? Would no. they would they pay a $750 million for two guys? No, I don't think they'll pay Korea. I don't know who that's right now. When I look, I said, "Who? Okay, who says I got to get a shortstop here? I got to get a shortstop." Right. What would it take us to get uh, Julio Rodriguez? By the way. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, god that's awesome. <laughs> got it. I said on Twitter, "Who needs Russell Wilson in a town when you got Julio Rodriguez?" <laughs> you know. Well, I'll say. Listen, all full credit to him for hitting the thirty-two home runs in the first round last night. But the I think the most underrated chunk of if this is a pie chart of praise the batting practice pitcher that he used oh, who right didn't right didn't either. take a step forward just no, just he's a catcher he's a just, former catcher he just went like this same place it. every time and he threw it in this little box it was some uh it's a former minor league catcher, catcher I, that he must know that's the key man he was gotta have the right guy literally because, no uh, no stride just boom because the boom. guy he just ran out of steam but the guy soto had was trying to fool him he yes. was throwing it out and throwing it away. Shaking he, off. He was trying to get him out. You know, they were complaining the, about they that. Said, they said he's hitting it to all fields. Well, that's because the guy was throwing it to all fields. At, well, at one point, the announcers were blaming the catcher. you got to set up further inside. Yeah. No, you just – he's just – just throw the ball further inside. The catcher's not. Eduardo <laughs> Perez did not like the target. No, no. He kept getting mad about the target. Yeah, but it was uh, – you know, it was – they wanted the kid to win, obviously, because he put on such a show in the first round. What do you think those baseballs they were using yesterday? Oh, yeah, that was 482 or something yeah. like Yeah, wasn't that. there a 520-foot home run at yeah. one point last yeah, night? Yeah, those, uh, <laughs> those were definitely uh, titanium centers. All from 2019. It might the, have been. The Mitch Garver specials. The regular season version of that baseball. Oh, after, yeah, yeah, not the playoff version. I'm depressed today, though, man. The rumors that Cameron Smith is good. Well, yesterday we talked about it. Judd asked me, and I said, nah, he won't go to live. Is he uh, going? Supposedly. 
Right. He's going with uh, with David Faraday and Charles Barkley, huh? And, All going to uh, hop on a jet. Barkley. Matsuyama is going, right, too? They say, and he's playing up here this weekend, but he's apparently going, too. What if these guys never – what if the Live Tour – because they pretty much have to stick to 54 holes, I would think. It was a huge right. selling point to the players, yeah, right? Yeah, you can't call What if they never here. get – and by the way, the – the uh, World Golf Rankings Committee includes, like, the head of the PGA Tour and the head of the yes, European right. Tour. So what if I they never know. get World Golf Rankings? They're just going to sit over there. Like and the, the, You know, the Players' Championship is a uh, – that's the PGA of – that's not the – oh, wait, the Players is the, the – yeah, so they can't play in that. They can't mm-hmm. play in the Players. But the PGA is the PGA of America. But all of a sudden, these guys are going to – Start disappearing from the rankings, and they already are. Unless you've won the thing, unless you've won the thing, and have that as your exemption, you're, yeah, they're not going to. That's what Tiger made that point that these guys, some of these young guys, are never going to play in a major again. You know, yeah. But I think a lot of them are. There's a a lot of them are Europeans and Aussies and guys, and there's about three or four really influential agents. Who I think are probably running the running the running the show over there, getting all the European guys to go. European Ryder Cup team is uh, they're going to have tryouts at uh, at public golf courses to try <laughs> to get a team together because all, all their players are bailing out and leaving for that. Yeah. So, Pat, is, uh, is this being done though to try and force the PGA's hand to up the purses and things? Like, is is no, this is, is there done. any strategy here at all? I think it's being done because uh, they they think this is a viable way to play golf. Fifty four holes, forty eight wow. guys. You don't have to play a pro am on on Thursday. If, this is being done for guys who don't really like golf. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Play it for They've all said that. All of them have said that to a certain extent. Dustin yeah. Johnson chirped back at one of the reporters like a month ago and said, "I'm looking to play less golf." <laughs> yes, right. That's right. It's like, won't, he, uh, won't you miss playing in the Memorial and this and that? He's like, I'm looking to play less golf. Yeah, I don't... Well, they, they, they hate playing in the, the Wednesday programs. You know, you come up to the 3M Open, you have to play Wednesday. And, yeah. and if you're a, a schlep, you got to play Tuesday, too, in the program, but you got to play the Wednesday program. And, uh, you know, that drives them nuts, of course. And, and uh, you know, now you get to play, yeah, less golf, Dustin. You know, last we saw Dustin last year, eighteen, number eighteen. Hey man, if I make par here, I gotta stay for two more days. He hit in the water and was yeah. on his plane. Oh, I think we lost. Did we just lose both of them? I think. We, wow. <laughs> I, I think we just lost both of them. Anyhow, uh, well, I'm guessing that Dustin Johnson take was going to be riveting. He did put a ball in the water on the 18th on purpose. And uh, that discussion with Patrick Royce, presented by our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated has been around for over 100 years helping business owners with risk management tools and resources, helping to maximize your business. Find out more about how Federated can help your business at federatedinsurance.com. 